Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. Matt, you know what this episode's about? Who? Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, you're on it. That because soon to be working there myself. Can't wait. Oh my god, I know the 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 numbers are counting down. Yep, five, they are. four, three, two, one. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Nailed it. And uh, yeah, so there's so many things that happen in LA bartending, and uh, I don't know if I mean. I've experienced a tiny smidgen of a bit, maybe a, a dusting, like a star dusting, like at other bars I've worked outside of L.A., but L.A. is a very specific bar thing that happens, and that thing maybe encounters with... Celebrities. Yeah, and uh, we all have these stories, I'd say, as bartenders. You, you get to encounter celebrities that come in your bar, bars you go to, maybe hiking on trails, like... They're around. They're people. They're people, too. Yeah, they are. They're people just like you and I. They still need to eat, still need to drink. Yep, and they do. They do drink. Let me <laughs> tell you. Do. Yes, and so they do. They come into the bars we work at, and I think we're going to, like, dabble in this a little bit. I hope we don't get in trouble. I don't think we will, though. I don't think so. Because we're going to do some things. Sometimes there might be a couple stories that we tell that, like, might need some bleeping of names, but you get the gist. You know, mm-hmm. it's somebody famous. We don't want to get in trouble. We don't want to be sued. That's how things go. Yeah. Shouldn't be in a public place doing some things. But yeah. Other things are hilarious and awesome. It's very sweet. On the other but. hand, fuck it. Like, yeah. that's... A- <laughs> <laughs> Sue me, dude. Yeah. Sue me. Yeah. Come yeah. at me. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm going to start naming all of them. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But I-, I heard you had a great story Mine's about... a good one. Yeah. Uh, beautiful young lady, kind of an action star and a few very prominent uh, action movies... So this is uh, like an off day, like Wednesday, not an off day, but like a weekday, uh, comes in around Wednesday, kind of maybe 40 minutes before last call and on the weekdays we close at midnight and I, of course I recognize her and she's very sweet, orders a bunch of mezcal shots and stuff for her crew and we proceed to close down and (laughs) with people that I've worked with previously, we've had this weird little tradition to close the night with Disney radio. And so we'll put on a Disney station of all the old school Disney songs. <laughs> and uh, I've experienced this. Yeah, <laughs> good. You should. Everyone should. Uh, and we did a few played before. And I don't know if she because she was outside in our little patio just chilling because we were all closed and stuff and letting her hang out. And so she's just out there chilling with her friends and a spoonful of sugar comes on from the Mary Poppins musical oh, yeah. situation. That Michael McDonald was singing it for a second. <laughs> Go down. Yeah. Non-copyright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <laughs> we all know the tune. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she latches onto this in a split second. And I'm like, this is going to be good. So I crank that shit up and it's playing and we're closing the bar and she's bounding back and forth in front of the bar just at the top of her lungs singing this song. Whoa. It was so amazing. It hit a chord. Oh, yeah. She was, well, she had had a few shots, so I'm sure there was more (laughs) than a chord that it was hit. Uh, But she was all about it. What was her best dance move that you noticed? Oh, just like literally horizontally skipping like six feet. Like she horizontally? Just like, like she's skipping back and forth, like, but on her side. So she's like 
looking at us at the bar. So she's like just hopping basically. Like, <laughs> what were you gonna? What were you doing? Were you just I was like, laughing my ass off. Just, like, smiling? Like, Hell yeah, do it! And like so, and it was my um, barback's like first weekday shift or whatever with me, and he's just like starstruck already because he knows who she is. And he's just like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a, one of the counters that was like really great to meet. Oh, she, yeah. yeah. And she was so sweet and so cool. And yeah, it was it was awesome. I was like, yeah, you, that's why she was still there. Because, you know, we're like, oh, you can finish, you know, just hang out. Nobody else is coming in. We'll like, we'll just lock the door. Star so we're, power. We're getting, yeah. Kind Ooh, of. Star I mean, power. It, it does exist. And you, all you guys were probably like, if we let her stay, maybe we'll get a date, right? <laughs> I don't think on my, on <laughs> my straight no well I'm straight and as far as I know she isn't oh so I was aware of this however my other bartender who is not straight was like hmm, hmm. and her friends were gorgeous but so there might be some like hangout oh, time it's either way match made we're, in heaven yeah we were all probably pretty in the bag at that point so <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah it was a blast she was so nice and and very amicable with us and you know yeah it was a, it was a good experience overall. Like nothing, no harm venture. That's fun. We I don't think we served her really afterwards. She just wanted to hang and chill with her friends and just drink what she had. So uh, she never really demanded anything from us, which was really cool. Yeah, I've had a few encounters. Like um, I'll just name some names for fuck's sake. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, just a couple people that have come in that I've noticed that I really was uh, like stoked on. Uh, there was Artemis. Freaking the best, dude. She's the best from Always Sunny. And then uh, Polly Shore, he's one of the guys oh, that would he come comes in. in. And he, he's the best. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> he's, he's hilarious, though, because he, every, like when I bartended for him, he'd go, Hi, what's your name? I'm like, Shauna. He goes, Oh, hi, I'm Polly. And I'm like, I fucking know, dude. <laughs> I didn't know because I was never the biggest. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of his, but I just haven't seen his stuff or don't remember it. Oh, I hope he's not listening right yeah. now. Oh, dude. No. Um, and then Nick Cage, that's the one that's, that I've seen and has been a frequenter. Um, and But I think the one I want to tell the story about, and I'm totally going to name his name because I think he's the most badass motherfucker in the world and I love him and I want him to be my uh, best friend. Mistress. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh. And uh, yeah, he came into my bar recently and I was like counting the years or minutes or whatever till I was actually going to meet this guy because he kind of has a reputation in LA of like a, being a bar goer and there's the whole thing at the E Rustic and all this stuff. But... The thing with Kiefer Sutherland and me personally is that he was in The Lost Boys, which is a film, if you have not seen it, it was filmed in Santa Cruz back in the 80s. And this is a classic, a fucking classic. It's a vampire film. Anyone from Santa Cruz that grew up there, it's near and dear to our hearts. We care about this movie. Like, it has the boardwalk. It's like, it's very, it's cherished, you know, as a part of our pastime. So, lo and behold, Keeper Sutherland walks into my bar, and I'm like, yes! Fuck yes! And so I'm like, and so I'm pleasant. I don't say anything. I never blow people up. Yeah. Like, you know, people are people. It's no big deal. But I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna talk to Keeper Sutherland at some point here. So I let him do what he's gotta do. He's with a bunch of film people, and he gets the tab. He tips very generously. He's fucking cool, and he's just got a big smile on his face, just very warm, very, like, just the best encounter ever. And as he's paying his checkout, I'm like, hey, Kiefer. <laughs> 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 he, he go, I'm like, hey, if you ever have 
just some downtime. You're not doing anything. Come back in. I want to talk to you about Santa Cruz. And he, I, he kind of, I like stopped him for a second. And he was <laughs> like, oh yeah? And uh, he's like, well, he kind of looked puzzled for a second. I'm like, I'm from, I'm like, I'm from, I kind of like interrupted him a little bit. I was like, I'm from Santa Cruz. And I'm like, Lost Boys is a big deal from anyone who's from Santa Cruz. And I'm like, so if you ever want to come by, let me buy you a drink. Let's shoot the shit. I want to hear about Santa Cruz. And he smiled and he goes, you know, if I had any regrets, it would be that I didn't understand how important that film was when I, when I filmed it. And I looked at him dead in the eyes and I was like, you know what, Kiefer? <laughs> That's just life. <laughs> Semi made sense in that situation, I think. Yeah. And he looked at me, he goes, he smiled, he's like, Yep, you're right. And I was like, I like high fived him. I'm like, <laughs> And I was like, You're fucking awesome, man. Come back, let's talk. And so hopefully he'll, if you're listening, Kid for Sutherland, come back to Coles. I'll buy you a drink and we'll nice. talk Santa Cruz. <laughs> All those fucking vampires, man. Yeah, I was fucking shit up. Oh, man. Vampires. There's no segue <laughs> from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But LA is not the biggest problem in the world, I yeah, think. Yeah, LA is pretty them. free of vampires. Yeah. But what it's not free of is other stories and drinks that we drink. We mm-hmm. are drinking an amazing drink, and it doesn't have anything to do with vampires, but it does have an amazing spirit in it. And let's invite are amazing of Mixtress Adele. Guess who's back? Who's back again? Boom. Our Mixtress. Boom. Is here. She always knows just what to make. She'll pour, she'll stir, she'll even shake. What she serves is what you'll drink. And when she's done, you just can't think. Cause she you're drunk. drunk. Boom. Woo. Yeah. Adele, what are we drinking? Guys? So we're drinking this Really beautiful gin. Thank you, Russell Henry Gin, for giving us a bottle to play with. So we're drinking um, this gin that's infused with Hawaiian white ginger. So mm. it's this London dry gin, very traditional London dry, and then they infuse it with organic white ginger from Kauai. Um, it's delicious. It's You definitely get the ginger up front, and then you get a lot of like citrus notes. And it's cloudy and kind of like unfiltered and i'm such a sucker for unfiltered spirit i just think it looks so pretty but in this cocktail it's hot out it's nice out it's like spring has finally sprung and it's a very refreshing cocktail it has some Meyer lemon a little bit of honey a little bit of kumquat liqueur uh, this beautiful gin and then we topped it off with some really fancy rosemary sparkling water mm. la, 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 la. Mm. it's like something the stars would drink yeah <laughs> <laughs> fancy yeah bubbles. no it's delicious it's super refreshing it's very light definitely a patio pounder and we did sit and your in your patio at your patio and we pounded a few of these so it's the first episode of the year that we got to sit on the patio and pound them it's great let's yeah. keep pounding patio pounder hey <laughs> hey, hey. hey. Nickel, am I right to pound, uh, to poundy patio pounders. I all, I too have celebrity stories. I think that's such a unique part of bartending in LA. I'm, I'm assuming it might be similar for people who bartend in New York because there's two big cities for actors. But which one do you guys want to hear? You guys want to hear a degenerate cocaine story or a humbling story where I kind of had to eat my words? Both involving celebrities. Let's go cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So this bar that I work at, it's, a, it's in Silver Lake, which is a very super hip um, neighborhood. A lot of celebrities go to the bar I work at. It's a very hip hot spot. It's like the hottest club in Silver Lake. It's not a club, it's a bar, but it's very, very popular. 
So it's a busy weekend on Friday or Saturday, one of those. We get super, super busy, especially late night. And there's one bathroom for both employees and patrons. And there's two stalls. So very common in L.A. also, other than celebrities going everywhere. Cocaine's very common in L.A. It's just <laughs> part of living in L.A. It's just what it is. You're used to it. So I go to the bathroom. I'm standing in line and I really have to pee. And then I see two pairs of feet, so four feet under a stall. And I remember thinking, oh, those shoes are really cute. Also, I know exactly what's going inside that stall. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so then they open the door. One There's... of two things could be happening in the stall. <laughs> <laughs> One of two things. Depends true. On, it depends on what way the feet were facing. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely true. So I was like, okay, it's a 50-50. Something, you know, either way they're having fun. So then. <laughs> very that's true. very optimistic. Very true. So then uh, they open, they come out, and I see, and I recognized her instantly first of all because i was staring at her shoes they were such cute shoes i could tell they're very expensive then i was like oh i know who you are this girl i'm not gonna say her name but she is uh the niece of a very famous actress they share a last name and she was in a very popular horror show like that's it's like a a horror show Mm -hmm. that you know but yeah she her aunt is a very famous pretty woman of an actress (laughs) It's so subtle. Your fucking yeah. subtleties are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she comes out and she's like, oh my God, it tastes like coconuts. I'm like, okay. So then I like go inside the stall and there is cocaine all over the bathroom. It's all over the um, the toilet paper holder. It's all over the floor. And I'm like, you know how I know you're filthy fucking rich? Because you're leaving all this cocaine behind and this shit is expensive. And then, yeah, and so I was like, I just kept seeing she was hammered. She was having a great time, but she was yacked out of her fucking mind. It's rolling. But you know what? That's not unusual. I'm just, this is, I remember this because she's obviously a celebrity, but uh, nine out of 10 chances everybody's yacked out in LA at Friday night at 1 a.m. It's a very LA kind of white collar drug for sure. Yep. It's prevalent quite through, or throughout Hollywood and. And uh, our industry really has a lot, a lot of it. It's all, it's just it just goes around a lot. It's expensive though. It could, it's such an expensive habit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, habits man. are habits though. Habits are habits. People love to keep them. Yeah, it's, I mean, drinking <laughs> is expensive too, and we all keep doing it. Yeah. So there's that. At least I'm tipping somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, the bartender, not the cocaine dealer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's well, another. That's another <laughs> podcast. Unless they're the, they're the same person. Oh, oh that's, God. A true, that's, that's an actual that's a real thing. thing. Yeah, that, that is like, inception. Like that happens a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, I'm sure the bar business owners probably like dabble in those cases too. A little dabble, do you? You know, yeah, dibble, a, dibble, dabble. There's a famous <laughs> bar in West Hollywood. They have on the sign that says, "Please don't dibble in the bathrooms," because it's such a massive thing that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. So I'm it's sure like it that works. prevalent sure that you just have sure, to, yeah, yeah. It's basically like don't flush your tampons <laughs> or do the blow. <laughs> yeah. And then, lo and behold, the beer bathroom floods over, and the guy comes out and says, "That's a bunch of." Blow bags in the toilet. No, I'm just gonna say tampons, but maybe <laughs> go either way. Well, you yeah. know that they fucking probably posted that in the bathrooms because they probably were shoving like blow bags in their toilet and they had to do some plumbing. Because otherwise, yeah. why the fuck would they care? I think it's because they take too long. It's like six oh, people true. go in there, they get yeah. coked out, they start talking about absolutely nothing, and then just <laughs> two hang da- out. Two days there. go by and they're still in the bathroom. Yeah, they're still in the bathroom, <laughs> yakking away. So, oh my god, I just remembered another story. Does it have cocaine in it? I'll tell it really quickly. I'm assuming I don't know because I don't, I don't do cocaine. I've never done a cocaine in my life, and uh, You've never done a cocaine. Good I've never you. done a cocaine. <laughs> not a one. 
Not the one. Not cocaine. a single one. Cocaine. <laughs> if you if anyone who knows me or anyone who listens to podcasts, you hear my, how my voice is normally. This is somebody that does not do cocaine. Do you really think that I should ever do cocaine? No, it'd be a horrible idea. It might make you crash. Who knows? That's what everyone says. They're like, it'll probably calm you down. I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck would I want to calm down? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. But I do, I do remember a, a time at, in Santa Cruz at the Avenue, which is no longer there. And some chicks were taking forever in the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they're doing okay. But I had to pee so bad. So I was like banging on the bathroom, like, open the door. I, I wasn't being that gnarly, but I kind of was kind of a little bit. I was like, open the door. I pee. <laughs> they were taking a long, long time. And the next thing you know, the girl opens it up. She's a tough, very tough girl. And she gets in my face and she's like, what the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. She's like aggressively gets in my face. And I'm like, Fuck you, dude. Like, I'm just need to pee. You're taking fucking forever, man. Next thing you know, she starts pushing me, and I'm like, fuck. And so and I, I was just visiting from Baltimore, and so I'm like totally out of this whole Santa Cruz, like, macho shit. I've been, I was out of it for, for a while. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get in a fight right now. And so then I'm like, ready, and she's pushing me. And next thing you know, she like high kicks, like a sidekick. <laughs> Like, like direct, like a ninja or something. Like, like level to parallel from her hip to the ground. Her leg goes straight out, and I'm short, and she was very tall, and she kicked me in the throat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a just, bold move. I know, but she had no power because that's a weak. That's not a smart fucking battle move. Like you have no outside of a restroom. That in is a, hallway. a yeah. that's a, I just did a fuck ton of cocaine. I'm gonna like I'm gonna move. like sidekick. I'm gonna sidekick you, you in the fucking throat. And I'm like, hey, tall chick, what the fuck? And so then I was like, Ugh, I was about ready to start fighting, but then the bouncer's broken up. I'm like, she kicked me in the throat, dude. And he goes, you're fine, Shauna. You stay. You out. And she kicked her out. I was like. Nice. Boom! That's right. <laughs> I was like, okay, I just got to pee, man. That was a celebrity story? No, that was just a cocaine in the bathroom <laughs> story. <laughs> oh, got it. I, I forget about these ones. Because those, those were like, fuck it. I was like when I was like 22. Well, no, I was like 24. Five seconds. But we do have more stories. And we somebody do. else took it on this mic to tell them. Mm-hmm, that we do. And coming from us all the way from Sherman Oaks. Hi. Through the traffic at rush hour, <laughs> like a, a beast pa- powering through with your. <laughs> go on. <laughs> with I, I want to see where you're going to go with this. Your vehicle thrustage. <laughs> vehicle thrustage. Uh, yeah, horsepower is out. Vehicle thrustage is in. This is why I had to stop myself. <laughs> How many vehicle thrusts does your car have? <laughs> Three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> how many yeah how many vehicle thrusts do you have 300 thrust power yeah oh my god 300 vehicle thrust i power. don't know <laughs> we can we can measure it i don't know how how do we measure how it? do you measure vehicle thrust i don't know oh, i don't know well how many how many minutes did it take you to get here like 45 50 minutes i'd say you have about 2.8 vehicle thrust gotcha. <laughs> that is that is the formula that yeah, is the formula science yeah that is science um, but more so, let us welcome Yanni Pediatitis. Close. Very close. God damn it. <laughs> Hi. You're going to have to do it. Yeah. No, like, give Matt a chance. Yeah. Uh, he, will, yeah. he knows it. Yeah. Yanni Pediatitis. 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 Fuck. I screwed him up. I phonetically wrote it out, too. Wait. Pediatitis. Yeah. Yes. Pediatitis. Got it. What does that mean? What's the background of that name? All right. So I'm Greek. Okay. My dad's Greek. My mother's Irish. And in Greece, like a lot of places, last names take on some kind of topographical or some kind of meaning. So it literally means the people of, of 
fields or valleys. I guess we mm. had, I guess like my great 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 grandfather had like fields or valleys. What's your middle name? Patrick. <laughs> that, that is the Irish. <laughs> Mom's Irish. My, it's my uncle. <laughs> the Greek names are some of my favorite names. I had a friend growing up. His name was Thaddeus Maximus Papazissus. That's good. Dude. That's a good name. So epic. Yeah. yeah, this is an epic name too. Thank you. Yeah. Well, my official full name is like because so in Greece, you're right, it's a very Christian country, right? Like everybody's Greek Orthodox. So your names are basically your name after saints. Like we don't celebrate birthdays, we celebrate your name day. That's basically the name the oh. day you're the day the saint was born. So my official name in Greece is Ioannis. Ioannis. Yeah. And you know um John the Baptist? Mm-hmm. He was named Ioannis. He wasn't called John because they didn't have that Anglican name in the, you know, 1000 BC. Yeah. And so, okay, and then, and then so Yanni. those names all kind of trickle over to now what? To Yanni, just to Yanni. John, yeah. too. So, okay, so here's the thing. Okay. I was born in Greece, right? Yeah. I then moved to New Jersey when I was like three, four years old. Okay. I moved back to Greece when I was 13. I had only known America, basically. I didn't really remember Greece growing up. So I, so I arrived in Greece as an American, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I actually walked into school the first day and they were doing English class because they teach English as a second language. So, oh, the, te- the teacher's like, oh, look, it's our American friend, John. And from that point on, everybody called me John. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and when I was making email addresses, my name was John. So I did John. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. So then when you moved, when did you move back from I moved the to California US? four and a half years ago. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So you lived the majority of your life in Greece? In Greece, yeah. Greece. For the, cool. I mean, half of it, yeah. So then when you move back here, you're like, do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Because so I like, going, I like my Greek name. Yeah. Like, so do they call you John over there still? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Yeah. And then also because, you know, the um, you heard of the, the Milwaukee Bucks star, Yanni Adetokubo? I have not, personally. Wait, what? Do you know the Milwaukee Bucks? I do. No? What is that? Basketball team. No. Do you know what ba- <laughs> do you know, do you know, do you know what basketball is? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He has doubts. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a team from Milwaukee, known the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Their star player and the most likely the NBA's MVP player for this year is Yanis Anetokubo. Okay. And so we have the same name. Are you related? No. Okay. That's a, are you serious? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't believe you just asked that. <laughs> that, that would, Your name's Hernandez? My kitchen staff is Hernandez. Are you all related? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to take a drink. Oh, my Please. God. It, it, it is good. Cool. That, was a, that was a beautiful cocktail. That was a beautiful that cocktail. That was a beautiful cocktail. Yeah, it was a great one. Thanks. Well, me and Adele are, me and Adele are sisters from other misters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like brother from another mother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a little slow. Yeah. That, no, I actually, I didn't get that either. So it took me a second. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Thrust power. Yeah, thrust power. Thrust yeah, power. Yes, got her. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> basketball. Yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. There we go. Um, but awesome. more so. Okay. So hi, Hello, dude. Everyone. So bartending. Yes. Now we've kind of are painting a picture of kind of your beginnings and mm-hmm. shaping to where you are now, which is amazing already. And how the hell did you get into bartending? So in Greece, okay, because everybody in Greece knew me as the American, because English was my like my natural language. I spoke English really well. So when I was 16, they said, hey, come bartend for us. I'm like, I don't know how to bartend. It's like, it doesn't matter. Just talk to the girls, and you'll, and you'll bartend, basically. I'm like, awesome, cool. So that's how I fell into bartending. What? Yeah. At 16? Well, I, at 16, I was standing outside the bar, talking to tourist girls, inviting them to come in. 
Ah. And I got paid for every person I pulled in. Oh, oh crazy. So, so I get like commission. Pull, like, I pulled in two girls, and then I pulled in four guys. Like, hey, two girls just walked in. Wow, there's like a strategy to this. There you go. Yeah. So, okay, so let's paint a picture a little sure. bit about the bar scene where you were bartending. Yeah. That's oh, first in, of all, where in Greece? So the island of Crete. I didn't really bartend there that much. Uh-huh. I bartended mostly in the UK when I was in Liverpool for a year for a university. Oh, okay. I have two really cool stories if you want, if you have some time. From them. Oh, we have a lot of time. Yeah, <laughs> we got Fantastic. time for this. All right, so I'm bartending in Liverpool, right? Massive, massive nightclub, and there was like like the old American nightclubs where it's just like a dark room, a long ass bar, like techno house music, and hundreds of people. So I'm just you know, so as bartenders, you know, we watch everything. You watch the guests, you watch your your staff, everybody, everything, everything, everything. So I see three girls and three guys, and girl and end guy start talking to each other. Cool, you know, it happens, you know, bars, people meet people, they talk to each other. They're talking, they're talking, they're hitting it off, dancing, kissing, whatever. Cool. So the girl turns her back to the guy to talk to her friends. The guy, I guess, was hammered. So he goes to tap her shoulder to, you know, turn around. But instead of, like, doing the obvious, going like this, he goes to tap her shoulder like this. So, like, uh, like a vocally, he, he, no, instead of tapping her... On, on the left, which was closer to him, he went around the way. And as he did, his hand went over the bar top. I really oh. don't, I really don't, I think you've heard the story. I might have, I'm you not might sure. might have. So I don't know how I saw this, I really don't. So as he goes to tap on his shoulder, I see his fingers do this. So you you guys can't see this, but his pinky and ring finger open up from his hand. <gasps> and as he's going like that, I see a little thing drop down into this girl's glass. Dick! No, oh, no. He's dick. So, I don't know how the hell I saw it. Good work. It was a tiny little fucking thing. It like popped in there. I guess I saw like the splatter or something. <gasps> right. The little bubbles or whatever. Yeah. She was doing just a classic vodka tonic. So I switch them out. I put it under the bar. So this bar was at a spot in Liverpool where there were tons of bars. It was like a, it was like a nightclub scene. It was a row that was just bars and like, you know, food trucks and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's a nightclub. So it's, it's a university town. So I told one of the bouncers, hey, go call the cops or the bobbies because they're, they're always there patrolling up and down because mm-hmm. they, they, they don't fuck around in the UK. Like, police are everywhere. And you mm-hmm. have the drink. Yeah, I have it under the bar. So I call ah. them down. The cops come in, take a little, like, litmus stick, like a little plastic stick. They put it into the drink, pull it out, turns purple. I'm like, he's there. I saw him. Testify, whatever the fuck you want. Like, cool. We'll take care of him. Now, this is when I'm 19, 20. So don't judge me on this, okay? Please. We say to the cops, hey, guys, go up, see Ahmed, go get a kebab, you know, on our tab, come back in like an hour. Like, okay, cool. So me and two of the other guys and one of the bouncers take the guy to the back where we have all the kegs. The guy that, the roofie guy? Yeah, the roofie guy, yeah. So we beat him to an inch of his life. (laughs) I'm not, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm really not sorry. (laughs) Like we beat him to an inch of, yeah. because like what he was planning on doing yeah, exactly. is Raping exactly somebody. what yeah. you did to him. <laughs> yeah. Also, so we beat the shit out of him, okay? He's done it before, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he, the, way he did, the, move. the way he did that, yeah. So when the cops come back, like, oh, hey, guys, he fell, sorry. And they took him off to jail. Oh, oops. He fell down oops. the stairs several times. Down many, many sorry? times. Did he Oh, fuck. I get fucked Hit up. Hit every I'm step sorry. on the way down. just kind of like, ooh. And then the best part of the story for me, obviously, is I wake up the next day with a girl. Oh! <laughs> okay, can we take a moment for a slow clap? <laughs> slow clap? I think it's called a golf clap. But thank you. It's like... There we go. Yeah, fuck yeah. And that wow. is how it's done, dude. <laughs> fuck. That was one of the times I was really, really happy and proud of what I was doing. Dude, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. everyone should be looking out for each other like that. And also... Fuck that guy and fuck anyone who's who fuck even more the guy that gave him the roofie and fuck the guy that gave him the roofie. Whoever yeah. made the roofie. Whoever's brewing roofies. 
gotta find <laughs> that retarded. guy. Yeah. I mean, if they were flirting already and dancing, chances are she probably would have like gone. Yeah, dude, right? have confidence in like, yourself. Don't resort to. Is that what it boils like down to? We need to get somebody on here that's roofied someone. Sure. Beat him. Sure. And then beat him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like what is going on in your brains and like roofie somebody? somebody? Like what? You're that insecure? Like, come on now. If you're hanging out with somebody, just like let it be and then like go get some coffee. I mean, I know they're making now um, nail polishes that you as oh, you, you wear and they can dip your fingers and it'll it'll change colors if if there's something in your drink, but which is a genius idea. But also, there should be no fucking reason why that needed to be invented in the Ugh, first place. That's, that's so, so disheartening, you know. Well, I well, know he what, got what he I deserves. Yeah, so. it was a fun night. That was a fun shedding night. Shedding a tear about it. No, that was a fun night. Good job. Thank you. Thank, guys. No, and thank you. That was a fun night. On, behalf of all women <laughs> thank you no i mean that's just it's just so fucked yeah. i think yeah, that's, that's insane that i've always exist. like wondered like yeah. where you know because I, I always had like little things to make sure that i keep my drink safe you know i uh, our whole thing was you put the napkin on your drink and you know where your napkin is if your napkin changes then you know somebody's messing with your drink you know and so or you know you hide it in a place and all these I mean, how many times in my life have I left my drink somewhere that like right. easily could have been roofied Seconds. and then mm-hmm. also how many times have I actually been roofied I don't know I've had situations <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but luckily I'm an insane person and it didn't all pan out the way they were planning it <laughs> <laughs> well I think uh, if you don't drink that much or often it's hard to know you just think you're really drunk I think that if you have a high tolerance and like you know, like if you have four drinks and that doesn't really face you, and then all of a sudden you're very wasted after four drinks, you're like, oh, something's up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When I was there, when they roofed one of my friends, and um, she had a really, really, really high tolerance for alcohol, and we, she had two beers. We had just gotten to it was. I mean, I was like nineteen. We're in a club. She she had two beers, and I know that because I was with her. I had two beers as well, and then she went from like. Zero to like completely fucking blacked out. I mean, I'm talking blacked out, falling over. And I know for a fact she could drink a lot more than that. So I was like, Yeah. I think somebody put something in your fucking drink, dude. Like, you know, and obviously we're all there. We're all sober. So we just took her home. But it was really scary. Like, it's just, and it happened. I, don't, I have no idea when it happened. I don't remember leaving our drinks alone at any moment. But it was super scary. I've never yeah. done any like actual research on like the subject. I'm kind of interested in like actually what r- Rufinol is. Like, and like, I. I should look into it. Well, it's probably like a shoot off of something else, right? Quaaludes, always quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you talk to the bar at all after that happened? Or no, we just it? we left. We I was she was like falling over. I was we were we were together. So I was well, because like, no, there's go. nothing the bar can do about it. Because but it's like, like, like they can know it's happening. Well, I mean, at their establishment, it was like open bar. This is a fucking nightclub in Mexico. And it oh. was an open bar situation. And it was a Mexican town that's right on the border. Of of Arizona and there's a college town there, so all the kids from college would come over on Thursday because open bar for eight dollars. So it was just packed all the fucking time. It was just impossible to know what happened. You know, we just passing drinks around. It was yeah. I mean, yeah. But on the other hand, you're right, Matt, because like I think it's probably more of a nightclub thing because it's like the mm-hmm. more people that are involved, like how do you maintain a vision of all these things, you know? Right. And like when somebody gets like instantly drunk or like fucked up from a roofie, the bartender isn't managing that whole thing. Like in a bar, like my bar, if somebody goes from like chatting me up to like fucking dropping on the fucking seat, I'd be like, 
what the fuck? And I would like stop everybody and be like, <laughs> excuse me, like what the fuck is going on here? Everyone empty your goddamn pockets or I'm, I'm like going to get flashlight in your well, eyeballs. That, yeah, that and we're like equipped to, to I mean, sure nightclubs are to a degree too, but it, it's easier for us to handle a situation because we have a smaller bar. And so like, let's like, now our focus is on this person and getting them out safely, making, making sure they're safe versus a nightclub where you're hundreds of people, you know, like. How do you make yeah, it loud? Yeah. This, and like at that point, the guy's like, oh, are you okay? Like, let's take you out. We want to make sure you're safe. And they're basically just, like, carrying them out. And, well, and like, then also it's like there's, like, the I would the, assume the first and last defense is the security guards. Mm-hmm. But then, like, a security guard, like, how, you know, some dude's carrying this girl. It's like, oh, my girlfriend got too drunk. Like, how and then the security guard's yeah. going to be like, okay, oh, get her like home seven safe. seven or you know? eight of them for the hundreds of people that exist. You know? Like, that's nuts. Fuck it's a tough thing, I'm sure. Well, it oh, is a tough thing. So I'm pretty sure about it. But. Oh, Jesus. But yeah. to all the girls out you. there, even if you're annoyed at your girlfriend for getting too fucked up, don't leave her alone. Well, that's a big thing. It's like always Don't leave her alone. Yeah, I think it's like a good thing to always like go out with people. Like I mean, it's, yeah, go have a drink and have, you know, something, but if it's you're going to go out and party, make sure you have good friends with you. Yep. Just someone to text, "Hey, I'm home." Yeah. I'm that's yeah. My and, friend, yeah, my friends say that to me when I leave their bars. Like yeah, text so, me when yo, you get Duke, home. Let me know you get home safe. Duke yeah. does it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Duke. yeah I love that. Mm-hmm. Duke. Someday Duke. we'll get him on this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> He's been mentioned, I think, more than anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys need like an entire day of shows. Oh yeah, for, for all that yeah. shit. A Duke we'll day. Be just, yeah. Every tangent imaginable is going to be <laughs> <laughs> a full-on Duke day. Duke day. We'll get him on. We'll get him. We'll get him. We'll get so him. So busy that asshole. So okay. Um, Celebrities? It, with, no, with cocaine. Bar- <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> with bartending in Greece and then moving into bartending in the United States, you said four years ago? Four and a half years. What do you feel is the biggest difference, maybe, in challenge of the different countries in the bartending styles? Mostly, okay, so pretty much in all of Europe, there's no tipping in any way that we know it. Like, it just doesn't exist. It's usually like they round up to the nearest 10, even at that. And back in those days, it wasn't just like here. It wasn't about any craft in any way. It was most volume. It was all it was all pre-made everything. And liquor brands were the big stars. Like you know, Gregos was just coming out. Jameson was doing everything crazy. Moesh had done. They were lo- they were losing their minds. It was all about volume, pure volume. In America, especially in the last five, six, seven years, it's about the craft movement and how craft is no longer, I guess, special. It's more like the norm. Anywhere you go, you want craft, basically, because that's what you want it to be, because that's what everybody's expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. And then I guess you could say it's a lot more guest-focused in individual, whereas in Europe, it's a lot more shift-focused, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Okay, I get that. I want to talk a little bit more about the no tipping in Europe, because sure. I I've, I've found when I've traveled abroad that I get very confused as an American of what I should do as far as a tra- traveling to other countries. And tipping, because I've always been like, I don't care. It's it's in my culture. I want to make sure I tip. But then I've been told also that it's almost can be offensive. In Japan, it is right. In Japan, it's offensive to tip. I think someone. it was offensive in Lithuania too. Maybe, but yeah. So I I, I mean, for somebody who like live abroad and like uh, bartend in mm-hmm. multiple different like spaces or places spaces. Spaces, places. Does it really matter? <laughs> Interchangeable. <laughs> what What is your advice, or like, what do you think? What do you think is like the right move on this so stuff? So nobody really doesn't say nobody's going to say no to more money. Basically, 
Mm-hmm. It's just not it's just not expected the way it is here in a sense. Here it's more of like if you can if you afford if you can afford to eat out, you can afford to tip. Mm-hmm. That's what basically what it pays everybody's rent here. There it it'll either be expressed on the bill as a service charge. They will say their service charge, you know, fourteen percent, eight percent, nine percent, or it'll be included in the sales tax. So then it goes back through the employer. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So it does come back at s- yeah, some just not way? to the, not to the degree we have it here. Not uh, to the person. Not, not to the twenty percent. Is the wages yeah, yeah. higher for? No, but the cost of living is lower also. Okay. Nice. That's too. Like when I was working in Greece, I was paid three euros an hour. That's four and a half dollars. Uh-huh. For eight, nine, ten hour shifts. It wasn't at the same level. It wasn't the same craft level, but it's still bartending. It's still doing a lot of shifts. And, you know, that was enough for me to get by. How much is, like, let's say a one bedroom apartment? We were paying, I had a girlfriend at the time, she were paying about 900 euro. Thousand dollars? Like a thousand, yeah. 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 For a big apartment, too. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, because a one bedroom apartment unless here I'm, now unless... is like 1,700. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. I think you were about to say like, oh, I thought, like yeah, eleven hundred. I'm like, <laughs> for a one bedroom. Studios are like barely that. Studios, I feel like you oh. can't even get for under a thousand dollars anymore. Oh no. no, I don't think so. Unless you, unless you partner up. Yeah. Yeah, but partnering up at a studio happens. Oh, it does. That's not a lot of space for two people <laughs> at all. At least in L. A. But as a unless yeah, it's New York gnarly. or anything like that. Yeah, I don't think I've met anyone that lives alone or that doesn't have some kind of roommate situation, like boyfriend, girlfriend, anything. Nobody, yeah, yeah. Lives, nobody lives alone. No, I don't yeah. know anyone. Yeah, no. In, in in Europe, it happens a lot. Like you do have a lot of. I mean, people live together too to cut down on costs, but it's not like prohibitive like it is here. In Europe, do bartenders work like multiple jobs? No, you don't have. No, you don't have to because it's not that big a deal just yet. I mean, there are places like Barcelona and Paris and London where the craft cocktail scene is really massive, like the Savoy Hotel where they do the martinis. Or Barcelona has some really great, Barcelona has some really great molecular spots. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, you work at your own spot, and that's about it. Do you think that the bars in Europe that are starting to do like more of the craft thing is the tipping becoming more popular in those types of places? I haven't been like, back to Europe in four like... years, so I couldn't really tell you the, oh, okay. the latest things. But I mean, I do have friends that come over. No, tipping still isn't a thing. Really? Yeah. See, I always have such a freaking, like, I have this, like, guilt thing in my stomach every time I go over there that I'm like, I always do tip something if I, if I especially have cash because on the credit cards, they don't even give you the option of doing it. And then, like, but then I'm like, is that offensive? I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Like, I'm like, it, it's like this whole anxious, like, Well, because it's, like, ingrained in us. Like, it, yeah. if we're, if you're industry, you just notice it all, the more often when nobody tips. Yeah, and because, that's why when we well, have that's European, why travelers, yeah. When we have European people that come through our bar a lot, um, my certain employees notice it, and then it like kind of ruins their night because they're always like, "This person didn't do this," da da da. And I'm always like, oh, "They're European, like, they're they sh- we shouldn't all just be like, well, they're here, they should know our customs." It's like understandable, like you're confused. Well, exactly, it's like the same through, way I feel. If I have feel, to talk through yeah. opening a tab and closing it. I'm not expecting a tip from you. And I get it. If you're being an idiot, then that's your fault. But if you're not, it's not. Also currency you know? too. Like when I was in Colombia, the currency dot is like, it's so it's like 5,000, 50, like it's like 50,000 uh, Colombian pesos for like a meal, right? Or whatever. Like, so that that throws you off. So when you get flustered and have this like foreign money in front of you, like, uh, you don't even, you, I mean, let alone tipping, you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's, it gets confusing. I mean, it sucks that the person in this country gets a short end of it, but. It's just, it's not, I don't feel like it's 
intent like they're not trying to be a dick you know what i mean it's yeah, just for the my, most part i have a coworker that is awesome about the whole foreign tourism like tipping situation she's like the best about it she just she just opens a bill she's we have like the suggested tip amounts suggested yeah. tip amounts yeah. and then she circles it with a smiley face and then she she and if they don't tip she goes hi i just want to let you know like it's customary in our country that we do add tips mm. and like, you know, just tip on whatever you think the best service is, but 20% is generally like, mm. you know, the no- norm. Well, no, LA actually, they have so many tourists, right? They actually have it on the menus. It's suggested 18% gratuity. Mm-hmm. Like they put in like big, bold letters too. So all the tourists can see it all the time. Yeah. It doesn't work all the time. No, but, no, no. And yeah. that, I mean, Reading's hard for damn near everybody. And I, and I honestly think that that's yeah. the tricky thing about our system in tipping is that it is a gratuity and we're basically relying on our service and our guests to pay our bills. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's very tricky because if they don't want to pay our bills, then we leave in a state of like discomfort and like stomach wrenching and like, oh fuck, why did I like spend so much time and like so much, like build that check so greatly and like did the the best job I could possibly do and I got nothing. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you want to go into the bathroom and cry? <laughs> like, god damn. So what does it say that like that? That's like. Something monetary describes how good of a night we have. Yeah. It's like, that's why so I was it's like, maybe it's like, dude, just get, you know, maybe it's like. If somebody shakes my hand before they leave, like, that makes my night. Like, I'm like, dude, like, hell yeah. They could tip me zero and I'd still be like, oh, what? <laughs> but yeah, that's almost like I don't even know. worse. I just, that's, I just hate. <laughs> I just try not to look at the tip line. I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. No, I usually don't later. enter my tips till the end of the night anyways because exactly. I don't want to know who did what. It's like, that's been like kind of my goal in my life is bartender is like it always makes up for each other it always evens out like you have a great saturday you're gonna have a shitty Mm -hmm. sunday you're gonna have an amazing thursday your friday's gonna be shitty like it always evens out as long as you do yeah yeah, exactly and you as long as you do your best job best hospitality possible for everybody the the shitty ones will be made up for the good ones so Mm -hmm. and in it doesn't matter for demographic either guaranteed it doesn't yeah. yeah but I think you have another story you want to share. Okay, so you got, we're all bartenders here. So what this are your a safe f- place? This is this is a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I'm going to say a word that you know does strike fear to a lot of bartenders. Oh, good. Grenadine. <laughs> wait, wait, but what? I mean, okay. So this was at another bar in Liverpool, not as busy as the club, but still pretty busy. And it is a college town, so, you know, college students equal usually not a lot of money. And theft is a problem. You know, people, like, try to walk out on taps. People will, like, so drink their drinks. Oh, I can't pay. Stuff like that. This one time, this girl was, like, getting close to the bar and, like, reaching over, like, all the time. I'm like, it's just, you know, please don't reach over to the bar. You know, if you want something, I'll give it to you. You want napkins? You want ice? You want, I'll give it to you. So you see her reach over and pull a bottle and start drinking it. And she's acting all hammered and she's all happy and we're just laughing our asses off. She's drinking, 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 like, you know, and at this point, she doesn't care. She pretends, she's like drunk by association, I guess. She's just pulling. Placebo, maybe? Yeah. She took a bottle of grenadine and started drinking (laughs) it. And this was a club, so it wasn't even craft. It was like, you know, really, really like high end, like, um, super sweet, super, like, like, just high fructose corn syrup and red dye number five. Yeah. That's it. She's just drinking, like, a high percentage of beetle blood number seven or whatever. So we we pull over, like, you know, you've drank in like 4,000 calories in 30 minutes, right? And she's like, what? Like, yeah, that's grenadine. There's no alcohol in there. Oh my God. What'd she say? She started crying. (laughs) (laughs) What? Jesus Christ. She started crying. I mean, that's a 
of diabetes, dude. Yeah. Fuck. She, she's going to have a sugar hangover. That was so bad. She's just uh, pulling on grenadine. Well, I'm like, dude, how do you not tell? Did, did, you, yeah. oh, did you kick her out at that point? No, at that point, no. Fuck it. She just has to run up the stairs to burn out those calories. <laughs> she drank the whole bottle of grenadine. Oh, she drank the entire bottle. How does somebody do, like, can they not tell they're just drinking syrup? Oh, it's like, you can tell. I mean, we've all done it, am I right? Like, oh, sure. Oh, my the- God, Matt. Is there a story here? <laughs> no, just like, whenever you mess up a drink, like, every so often, it'll be like, it could have like five ingredients in it. And then you for, you forget to put in alcohol or something, yeah. and you can totally sell it. Do you know what I did the other or day? Or not know what you you made the drink, or forget your your specs for a oh second. God. Do you have, do you have but do you have dummy bottles ever at your bar? No, we don't. Which yeah. is smart though. Yeah. Yeah, that happens, yeah. especially with vodka. And you, you know pour. what I did the other day? Oh, this is so fucking bad. I put all these so in. I set up I set up the bar to, for you know our shift, and we have three unmarked bottles, but it's simple syrup, honey, and ginger syrup. But they're on top of the bar top, so we don't have labels on them. And But they're the same every mm-hmm. day. No question on what they are. The lights were dimmed a little darker when I was setting the bar top up. And so I set the bar ready to go. Next thing you know, the server, somebody at her table, ordered a Ramos Gin Fizz. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and anytime like, something like that pops up, you know, the bartenders decide who should we, who wants to make it. I always take it. I'm like, I'll take it. I like making these drinks. I like making, you know, gin fizzes and stuff. And so I'm like, give it to me. But the server that we work with is, she doesn't, I don't think she understood the, how long it takes to make this drink. And so she's kind of sitting at the, the bar for like five minutes in. And I'm looking over being like, it's going to be another six minutes. Like this drink takes 11 to 12 minutes. This is how long this drink fucking takes. And so she's starting to bug me a little bit because I'm like, dude, I know there's a million other things in the dining room that you could be doing bail and stop staring me down when I'm making your goddamn Ramos gin fizz. Next thing you know, so I'm starting to get aggravated. I finish the fucking thing off, or the the bar back comes up. I'm going to take it. I'm like, don't you fucking take that cocktail. <laughs> I'm like, if you touch this fucking cocktail right now, I'm going to fucking punch you. And he's like, and he goes, okay, okay. I'm, he's like, that's my mistake, my mistake. I know. It's like, don't touch it. I'm like, okay, cool. And then like, and I finish the cocktail off. I bring it over to the service station, send it off. And then there was a, like a little bit in the bottom of the tin that I poured into my, you know, just a taste. And I was like, what the fuck, man? This thing doesn't taste right. And I'm like, it's so fucking bitter. It's like not even like sweet. I'm like, something's wrong. I'm like, did somebody make the fucking simple syrup wrong? Is the ratios off? Like, what's How going on? How do you make on? simple syrup wrong? Exactly. Yeah. And it's I'm like, word, what is going on? <laughs> and then I like look at my ingredients. I look at the bottles. And I'm like, I see a tint in the simple it's syrup. It's olive juice. No. It's fucking cookie Americano. <laughs> <laughs> Apology would, uh, would have been weirder. It's an unmarked fucking cookie americano in the same simple syrup bottle, and I was like, oh. I was like, no way. And I was like, I was felt so bad because I was so upset about like the intenseness of like the service getting out the table. And once I got out of the table, it was like perfect, had a nice. How was the head? head. Yeah. Fucking great. And like, and I, cause I was like, don't rush me. I like making these. I want to make it right. I'm not going to make it shit. I know what I'm know? doing. Yeah. yeah. And so then I was like, oh my God, this person just drank this drink that took like 12 minutes and like, it wasn't right. It wasn't good. It didn't taste good. And I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. And so I like did some like sleuthing. I like creeped around the corner and like went into the dining room and I was like looking through the, like the tables to see like who had the Ramos, you know, glass there. 
And I saw it was a far, far, far table, and the whole thing was gone. It was just, like, the drizzles of foam on the glass so you liked side. It. And I'm like, they didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, it was so bad. It, it was yeah. so bad. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> Well, that's what you get for ordering a Ramos. You visit a busy bar. <laughs> oh my god! I, but I felt like I was an asshole. I'm like, I totally was like, get away! Don't take this Ramos and Fizz. I have a really bad grounding story that I just remember, and I think I just got PTSD from it. Oh my god! Oh go. This personal experience. <sighs> kind of. I could why, go to jail. I could probably go to go on fire for this. But I really quickly. I used to work at this Italian restaurant, and we had like a daily Bellini situation that got bottled. That's why you should always label your fucking bottles. Anyways, uh, this is like a restaurant. <laughs> this is a restaurant. So in California, children are allowed to sit at the bar if they're with their parents. So this kid sits with his dad. They're, the dad's they're eating lunch. He orders a fucking, what do you call it? A Shirley Temple. So I go in there to grab the grenadine. I gave him a Shirley Temple. He gets another one. He This kid drinks like three. And I'm like, this kid is on a sugar rush. <laughs> oh, this oh, is not going to end well. They pay their bill. Oh, no. They leave. That was that. The kid was eight, maybe nine years old. So then when the shift turns, the other bartender came in to relieve me. He's all like, hey, can you make sure you label the Bellinis before you leave? And I'm like, what Bellini mix? He's like, that one. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's oh. not grenadine. That's not grenadine. So I gave this kid, this eight-year-old kid... Three fucking Bellinis, dude. Like, literally. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ugh, my face just feels oh. hot just thinking about it. He was eight years old. Yeah, but you cut it with I don't know. I just yeah. thought he had a, was a sugar brush. But it was, like, pretty heavy on the grenadine because this guy's like, oh, can I get a Shirley Temple? And I was like, Ooh. all right. Label your bottles. <laughs> yeah. Label your bottles. <laughs> but it was, like, a daily Bellini oh. thing. It was, like, a strawberry. It was, like, a red, like, syrup. And yeah, so this kid had like alcohol with Sprite. He had like dirty Shirley's. He had three <laughs> no, of them. Dirty Shirley's. And he was like right eight years that. old, dude. Oh my goodness. Where is he now, you think? I probably. Oh, How long was this? Dream. This was maybe five years ago. It's when I first started. Well, it's like I had been bartending for a little bit, but this was the first like quote unquote craft cocktail bar I worked at. So we had all kinds of like syrups and infusions. And, so do like, you have Aperol Spritz? This was, be- this was before Aperol got really popular. Okay. Not, unlike now. <laughs> that's a whole a, thing now. Let's talk about that. Yeah. that. That's a funny topic, you know, because um, uh, oh, hello, sound effects. Oh, sound what? Yeah, <laughs> sound effects He's here. Oh, oh my, hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh my gosh, what, what brought you in, sir? Oh, I've heard about an April Sprint, and there's some stories in the news about them. Oh, Shirley, Shirley Temple. No, it's uh, name is not Shirley. It's a uh, coholic, alcoholic. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> alcoholic. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Hi, thank Al. You. Yes. Nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Alcoholic. So, thank, yes, thank you. I'm glad to be here, incidentally. So what are you doing here? Uh, but booze in the news. I'm a booze reporter. <laughs> a booze reporter? I report on alcohol stories and such. Oh, oh that's, that sounds interesting. It oh. is. It's oh. great. All right, so booze in the news, huh? Booze All right, news. so uh, you, I actually, oh, you know what? What did you say your name was? Alcoholic. Alcoholic. Oh, alcoholic. Oh, you know what? Wait, do we do we talk? Do we have a conversation on email? Maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you emailed oh, me. We did. What a coincidence! I forget a lot of things. This booze. I'm very into my work. Okay. Well, no, I think that we talked, and then we were talking about like and you. You've been doing some research. I have. On, yes. Um, in the field about uh, a lot of things that go on with the bars and 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 spirits and cocktails really and, spirits bartend- and bars and cocktailing together. And you said that you wanted to come on the show and kind of like do do a segment called Booze on the News. Mm, I did. Yeah. Or Booze in the News. Either way. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I love the idea. I thought that was awesome, Al. And so, yeah, fire away, man. Let's hear what you let's hear what you got. So, Aperol spritzes. The Aperol spritz is bad. I don't want to be good, Shauna. I'll tell you that right oh. now. It's delicious. You're a dirty dog. Oh, I like dirty martinis. <laughs> but either way, the like. uh, New York Times doesn't seem to like Aperol spritzes at all. I've heard. I have heard this. This was oh, a big. This damn was kind it. of big. I'm late. No, this was like a big news story that was happening in uh, in the bartender world. I think all over the country, really. Mm-hmm. It's all over social media too. It's all over. Yeah, it's quite an uproar. It's causing people are arguing all over the place on arguing, social media, yeah. on the newspapers and the t- television. It's crazy. So what what happened exactly with the apparatus? No, oh, the writer in the New York Times didn't really like them all that much. Said it was a horrible drink. Well, they said it drinks like a Capri Sun after soccer practice on a hot day. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds delicious. delicious. That sounds delightful. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Yeah. But not, what else, they are not what a, else would you want after a soccer That's why game? I went to soccer, to get the Capri Sun after the after that's practice. That's the entire purpose. And with an orange wa- like wedge? Dude. Somebody I, needed those Bellinis in their childhood. Maybe, yeah, right? Yeah. Who is this person who wrote this? Oh, I don't know. It's some some writer in New York Times. I don't even want to say their name. Some hack. Some hack that doesn't, doesn't enjoy booze in the news. But I'll say it anyway. Rebecca Pepler. <laughs> <laughs> a unique name. But I'm sure she's a nice lady, but she doesn't know how to drink. <laughs> she, needs to be, she needs to experience. Mr. Goholic, I just think the Rebecca Pecker, what is her name? <laughs> Rebecca Pepper. <laughs> Pepler. I think Miss Pepler just probably has never had an apparatus spritz by a pool. Mm, yeah, it's not a good one. It's very simple, though. Usually just three, uh, some sort of sparkling wine, which maybe might be the problem in her end. Doesn't like the like the good sparklings. You know what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was at a bar earlier reporting on another story. Well, it makes sense. You, you report this stuff. I do, yes. Uh, I mean, the New York Times tried to take... Down the the Aperol Spritz, which is like insane. Like, why why do you think they would do something like that? Mm, hatred, pure hatred. Of what? The, of the orange? Of, I don't know. It seems like the sparkling wine is to be blamed in some places. Is it too beautiful? I think it's beautiful. I think it looks great, tastes great, too refreshing. feels great after, too refreshing. Indeed, yeah. Well, I mean, they did. I did read the article, and like, I mean, my personal opinion is got about halfway through. It's a uh, tomfoolery. Yeah, indeed. And uh, they really, they said, they suggested maybe a different aperitif, and they suggested maybe a different sparkling wine. But why? 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 Why Why indeed? It seems there's like a subtle hint that the brand isn't very appreciated either. Yeah. That's unusual to me. Well, they they stated that the Aperol was a bit syrupy. Hmm. I don't get that at all. Is an Aperol classified as an Amaro? Yeah. I think it's aperitif. I, I don't believe it's classified as Amaro. Okay. I'm not sure, though. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's Aper Aperitivo. Aperitivo. Mm. Aperitivo. Mm. It is delicious. That's what I say. So your stance, Al, is that it's delicious. I'm all for it. Several, usually 20. What? <laughs> Sorry, I meant four. Well, in our emails, you stated that you were going to a, a rally that was ah. g- going to be happening in Greenpoint mm. uh, to support the Where's infamous Brooklyn. Aperol Spritz. It's a city of Brooklyn, I believe. I'm going to have some traveling to do. Well, you went. I did go. <laughs> I had. I did travel. And so you to went... this neighborhood in Brooklyn, indeed. Yeah, and sorry, so it, it's uh, been a it, long day. It happened at what bar? Yeah, it happens in uh, Greenpoint at the the Springs. I got there early, of course. 
Well, I mean, it makes sense because you're reporting on the whole mm-hmm. thing. Always got to be punctual. So what what did you experience like in this mm. rally? Was there a lot of outraged people? Was Not there, at all. Was there <laughs> bottles fl- like flowing and glasses flying? Well, that there were. But it was a happy camaraderie, I would say so myself. Many Aperol spritzes were shared, and they were all delicious. And you wrote about it, I take it. I did. In the Bugle. <laughs> Which Bugle? Mm, it's my newspaper called The Bugle in Detroit. <laughs> so you travel here from Detroit? I did, yeah. Oh. I've been trying to get all sorts of uh, interviews and spread the word on the Aperol spritz and how delicious. Well, biggest. of course. I mean, you you were there firsthand. What was the craziest thing you saw at the at the rally? Oh, they had a sweet little bar that was driving around serving spritzes off of it. What did the bar look like? It's a little truck. It's like a little mini bar truck. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it was great. Just driving around serving some delicious spritzes. That sounds irresponsible. Oh, the driver wasn't drunk though. He was responsible. Were you driving so the general, truck? Nice old man. Oh. I was definitely not. <laughs> I was chasing it though. <laughs> were they throwing it off the back? Uh, if they were, I was trying to catch all of it. It's delicious. No, they were serving them out of there. Nice, delicious, sparkling, a little soda, some delicious Aperol. Was there any picketing <laughs> that happened? Not that I saw. We're all just buying drinks for each other, enjoying the spritz. So basically, this they didn't even a... want to show up. They sold a lot of Aperol. It was a lot of Aperol. So what do you think? Does Do you think this is a whole huge thing that Aperol kind of put on? Mm, I don't know if it's Aperol. I think the New York Times is trying to get a little piece of pie. Campari pie, maybe? <laughs> what kind of? <laughs> well, out of, out of your personal uh, drinking adventures, what do you think is your best spritz? If the Aperol one is not the best, what would you say is the mm, best? I do like Aperol because it does have a little bit of sweetness and I enjoy the color. But I will say that a good Campari spritz goes a long way as well. Oh. I'm not bitter about either place or brand or location or where I drink it. I just like spritzes. They're amazing. This is quite good reporting. <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> Very I'm a professional. Detroit's a place that needs quality reporting. And I will be go to every bar and drink every booze as long as it exists. Well, what do you <laughs> think is going to be in the future of booze in the news? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe some skits? I'm still working on it. <laughs> it's still written right now. <laughs> we might have to bridge the gap into social TV media. Okay. I feel like I'm excited for all that. <laughs> Thank you. So am I. Motor skills aren't necessarily my forte, but we'll get there. Did you run into anyone amazing at the at the rally? Mm, a lot of people. A lot of people were just happy to be there. And it was a beautiful city. Had a great time. It Was, was the uh, New York Times there? Mm, I was looking for them, but I don't think they had the balls to show up. I was ready for them. I was going to show them how delicious that drink was. What were you going to do? How wrong were they? I was going to fight them. <laughs> but I chose not to. A, because I didn't see them there, but also because... I'm a gentleman, <laughs> and reporting should stay that way. I'd say so. Did you? What did you have a little book that you wrote? Ah, yes, down? my blotter. Blotter. Excuse me. It's a blotter. What are your feelings about an americano? Hmm. Or a negroni spagliato. Hmm. Fancy names for a pretty spritzer? average drink. <laughs> whoa. whoa! That's a new tagline there. Whoa, 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 You're starting whoa. a whole new fucking Am argument. Spagliato is a mistake, right? Yes, it means it means mistake Negroni. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I should do the reporting on this. Yeah, right. The more you know, I'm going to have to go back to Brooklyn. Mr. Kaholic, this is like your, this mm-hmm. is the things you should know. I, yep, apparently. <laughs> I just bought an eight ball. I almost missed the event earlier. You bought an eight ball? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this took a weird turn really fast. I know. Hmm. Okay, I thought we were drinking. I don't do that kind of reporting. That did not happen. I'm not a narc. <laughs> are, wait, are we... <laughs> 
who are you? What? I'm alcoholic, like, Mr. Alcoholic. That sounds such a made up name. That's, yeah, well, that's what my parents said too. Wait, what is. Wait, let me see that mustache real no, quick. Don't touch me. Let me <laughs> wait a second. I don't know about that nope, mustache. Don't do it. I, stop it. Oh, oh, what oh, the heck what? is that? What the fuck? Dude, that's not a real mustache. I'm holding it in my hand. You're not a real mustache. How dare you I'm touch me? I'm not a mustache at all. I'm outraged. Get out. Don't, Ow. Ow. So I'm leaving because I'm choosing to, not because you told me. At least you could have brought us an Aperol Spritz and done something you nice for bastard. us. Yeah, well, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> you uh, are horrible people. You're a horrible person. You watch your mouth. All right, you can come back for the next reporting session. Mm. Make sure you bring some Aperol. You should be so lucky. I'll have a my mustache grow back. <laughs> well, here, I'll just give it back and you stick give it back that. on. Thank you. Now, well, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, I don't appreciate you and your attitude. No way. You're the one who's duping Criticizing us. my reporting. This is tomfoolery and you're, you're duping us. That's, you're wrong. <laughs> not tomfoolery. This even, is real news. You were not even at that rally. I was right, there. All right, you guys. Let's hash it out. Do you guys want to drink some Aperol spritzes? Mm, definitely. Make Adele, you got Aperol spritzes for us? Always. I have them in my pocket. Oh, my God. Wow. Mm, technology's advanced since I was around. <laughs> okay. You know what? To the New York Times and Aperol Spritzes, yeah. baby. To the Bugle Cheers. of Detroit. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. That's the, na- that's the sound that truck made. Serving spritzes. Ching, ching. Mmm. All right, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Your welcome is underwhelming. <laughs> I'm under... I'm, is it just whelming? No, it's just maybe just whelming. <laughs> You're whelmed? I'm overwhelmed. Oh. Right. Or I'm Mr. underwhelmed. Alcoholic. I don't know which whelm I'm in. Uh, my parents always said I was an overwhelming child. <laughs> I took it as a compliment. All right, Mr. Alcoholic, I think it's time for you to um, go get us mm. some more sparkling wine. Well, you know what's right. funny? Oh, I can do that. You know what's funny is I think that there's something happening at the, the bar up the street. Hmm? Really? Yeah, I heard a bunch of cops in, on the radio call that you might want to go report. Really? Wow, it's not my kind of news, really. It's more of a booze-centered thing I like to do, but I don't know. If there's a bar involved, I can at least <laughs> stay after all the commotion's over. And watch from inside. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> How dare you? I'm a professional, <laughs> goddammit. How many years have you been doing this? Uh, enough. It's close to four. You saw his mustache. I did. It's this not- is questionable. Yeah, well, it's gone now. You can't see it because it's gone. You I, took I feel, it from me. I feel like I'm the sucker. I always just take these emails and then I like just believe it's going to happen. And then all oh, of a sudden it did this happen. happens. You're probably, lucky that I showed Probably the Russians. Probably the Russians. Oh, my God. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. They're crazy. They do like their vodka, though. Oh, <clears throat> it's delicious. <laughs> it's very good. Oh, oh, sorry, I just been drinking a little bit. I can change. I have a voice Wait, modulation what is that issue. Your, is that what's that on your glass? Is that vodka? No. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh my goodness. Is that vodka? No. Wait, no. Give me that no. mustache. <laughs> you don't take my mustache. How dare you? This is unacceptable. Enough of this mustache. Very upset. I'm, I am out of, how do you say, out of here? I don't even know if this is very Russian. But I'm leaving. Goodbye. (laughs) Holy shnike. That was a lot. Sorry, guys. That was weird. I was upstairs. saw this guy bounce out. Sorry, I had to really take a long restroom break there. I wish you hadn't. That was I got, a lot. How did we get infiltrated again? I got unusu- Hans said everything was cool. It got unusually political. There's a little hair on my seat. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. You told me. I was gone for freaking five minutes. Oh, I kept taking somebody's mustache and ripping it what? up. It got really weird really fast. Oh, that's usually that's my kind of night. It's a good thing I didn't grab him by the balls. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
A lot more happened in that five minutes than I expected. <laughs> I don't know if this is a kind of podcaster room. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know about this hair on the, my seat either anymore. Okay. <laughs> it's a ball hair joke. Don't worry about it. Uh, I don't know ball hair jokes. Hmm. Um, well, I'm sorry. Oh, Mr. I got a new game. What? Ooh. Yeah. I'm down for this. You ready for game time? Sure. Do you have anything else you want to share? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of intimidated by the way you treated that that Russian dude. It's kind of there's weird. a Russian dude in here. I'm in the, I'm in the wrong. I don't know. He seemed like but a very nice. Are we sure he man. was Russian? But also, I didn't know he was Russian. What? Also, does that matter? <laughs> I, I don't know. What was he doing? What did you, you report on something or something like that? Oh no! It's this dude came in and he came in as for booze in the news and like he he wanted to report booze in the news, which I was like, that's a great segment. And then it rhymes. And then he mm. kind of reported on it, and then <laughs> and then things got violent. <laughs> oh and my then, god! And then we found out that he was wearing a fake mustache. We ripped it up, and then he went in and out of some weird like accent, Russian accent. Mm. Because uh, it's always the Russians, right? Always. He feels very strongly about Aperol spritzes. Huh. But he loved them. They're, they're all delicious, do. in my yeah. opinion. They all do. They're good. Oh, you know, but the other New York Times just did a thing about that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know some guy down the street told me. Yeah, no, it's a it's big news right now. It's booze in the news oh. right now. For oh, sure. very, very lucky you came through. It was quality reporting. Yeah, he, well, there. he went to this big thing and sweet. sweet. Yeah. Oh, good on him. He's claimed. I'm sure it was true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was. I like him. Have I, I have a feeling he's gonna be back until some more booze in the news. Looking forward to it because I missed him the last time. Yeah, yeah. How would you ever know? You uh, always weird. go to the bathroom in these strange situations. I don't know. I'm sorry. You should give me a warning when you do that. <laughs> I usually just get up. I don't know. I never did that with teachers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a quick game. Let's do it. This is a new game. Everyone's playing. Yes. 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 All right. This game is called Game. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's ripping ca- title. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's. Following up on Adele's story earlier, and I just made this game up. And it's going to be kind of like a name game where you just got to like spit fire as many ideas as possible as quick as possible. All right. Name as many things that could actually happen in the bathroom stall that have more than one person in it. Go. Are we just, are we just going around? Yeah. Coke. Okay. Oh, no. We just spit fire. Yeah, whatever. Oh, Finger sex. Banging. Okay. Those are the two. Blowjobs. Vomiting. Um, Ooh, patty okay. cake. Hair, hair styling. Uh, Making out. Drug dealing. Um, oh, that's a good one. Tampon helping. <laughs> Dice. Pregnancy testing. A, sh- a, sho- a shoe buckle. Crying in somebody's shoulder. Embracing each other. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a narrative going on? Apologizing. Fighting. Oh, fighting. Making out. A, a bro hug out. A bro hug out, true. A breakup. Murder. A breakup. Breakup. A hey. proposal. In the bathroom. <laughs> hey, it could conceivably happen. Oh God, no. <laughs> a, a, a showing of their personal artwork. Showing of. Ooh, Angry Birds. Angry, Angry Birds. birds. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Uh, <laughs> Angry and, and Birds. Cards against humanity. Urinal Instagrams. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Selfies. Instagram videos. Gender bender. What's a gender bender? What's a gender bender? It's a new Snapchat filter. It turns. Oh, oh I love it. fucking Christ! It turns guys into girls and girls into cool. guys. Yeah. I love that one. God, it's, it's amazing. It's so freaky. It's so rad. It's freaky um, as hell. Falling asleep. Well, yeah, that could true. be either one. Two people. Two people can be involved in that. Two degree. Jumping jacks. A split session. 
A spliff. That's called sex. A spliff session. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Vaping. That's another Vaping. one. Vaping. Bringing that sweet, sweet vape. Um, Origami? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can have two people doing that, I guess. Shots? Shots? True. Oh, dude. Smoke uh, cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also flask. <clears throat> Oh yeah, yeah. Drinking. Oh, yeah, drinking, drinking, drinking. drinking. General. Damn, uh, you guys, you can have a lot of fun in a stall. Yeah, the wheelchair ones are bigger. Don't advocate that. <laughs> I'm just saying. A pants changing session. Ooh, Ooh there you go. Clothes mm-hmm. changing. Your, two people. I've actually experienced that where you had to change pants. <laughs> oh, no. like, they, they had to change pants like no, with each no. other. No, like you want to flip, exchange pants. Girls are so weird, dude. <laughs> Why is that a thing? No, that was my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Exchange pants. Is it a mutual trade? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he wants to be telling his story, but him don't and the bar owner, he had uh, leather pants, and Johnny's like, I really want those leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> so they switched pants. <laughs> All right, well, if it fits, okay. Wear it em. sits. What's Hair the next braiding. one? There you go. That's a good one. Hair, Hair braiding? Like I said, girls are so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, one more. What about ridiculous mods? What do you mean by mods? Like a mod, like a modification on a drink or something like that. So, like for listeners that know, like we could type in like yeah, the description. Yeah, like a server mod. Or something. Margarita, oh, yeah. no sugar. So we just fucking want tequila with lime juice shaken. That's not a fucking margarita. Ah. Oh, drambuy with tomato juice. No, that's fucking gnarly. Is that a that's European? real. That's very real. Wow, no. that's very real. Uh, I had one that was. Manhattan with bourbon up in a rocks glass, twist with blanc vermouth. I think that's actually what the ticket was, and it was the most ridiculous written out thing on there. I was yeah, like, that was a weird I always so like the like mods a, where it says like an up drink a in a in a rocks glass, no ice. You're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you that's, don't want that, the you don't want the pussy glass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pussy glass. My, my favorite mod that I'd always send to the, the kitchen was. Fur baby, shake it. <laughs> <laughs> I always love the creative, filthy, or like dusty, like seventies porn, dirty, or whatever. Like the it, like they olive juice with vodka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just like hilarious ways of saying dirty in a martini. Oh yeah, how do customers say that? They go, Can, "Let me get a cranberry with vodka." You're like a vodka cran? No, cranberry with vodka. No, yeah. no. And you're like, oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> So two ounces of cranberry and then topped with vodka. Perfect. <laughs> got you. Got you. My favorite is easy on the ice, thinking you're going to get more booze. Oh, it's yeah. like, so you're just going to have a really short drink. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys ever seen, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've seen this. There's a, there's a, um, a YouTube video, If Bartenders Were Honest. Oh, it's such a good video. That Please look that up. A, it's such a good video. What's oh. the most honest thing you'd ever say? To a customer? Yeah. Oh, Wow. Mine would oh, be, God. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, the ice one's good, too. You won't get it. You, won't so get you, you want yeah. to have short fucking glass then? Because I'm not going to give you more booze. Uh, yeah, I've okay. got... Make it strong. That's fuck. Go fuck yes. yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make it strong. Yeah, make Go it fuck strong. yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. As Paul Shore once said while he was filming me on Snapchat, make his drink. Will this get me drunk? <laughs> <laughs> True story. That actually Polly! happened. <laughs> oh, God. Like, uh, fuck yeah, it will. What's your favorite thing to make? A shot. Yeah. What I, do you uh, like to drink? Yeah. A think? shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, a fucking shot. A fucking whiskey. Yeah. Right now? Because you're taking my time. I've said it, but I always have to like come after 
being like, but you know, like that's just me. That's what I do too. Yeah, yeah. I'm always like, dude, like you have to understand, like you're talking to a bartender. We make drinks all the time. It doesn't matter what we're putting in the yeah. goddamn drink. If we're crafting something, that's where we put care and like thought into stuff. But if I'm I making don't care you for and, myself, obviously. But if I'm making you and everyone else a drink, I don't care what I'm putting in the goddamn glass. I just want to give you the drink because I want to make sure that you care what you're drinking. Yeah. You know, it's not about me. This is about you. God damn it. <laughs> so, I was about to say, we're so bitter. No, we're not bitter. We're actually pretty good. Surprisingly. Yeah. Ooh, somebody ordered a Fernet flip for me. And she's like, can I oh. get that? But like with Fernet? And I'm like, so you want a whole egg and Fernet? Yeah. Chicken. Can you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should you? Yeah, I was like, no. can you make it? I'm like, I mean, I can make it. It's not, you're not going to like it though. She's like, oh, no, no, yeah, I love it. And I'm like, my favorite's like, okay. can you do this but with vodka? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get a lot. Like well, the va- yeah, the vodka thing's a trip. It's like why can't we I don't just like make gin. It gin? I don't like gin. You I'm don't like gin? I love gin. Oh, no, the guests like. <laughs> oh, you're being them. Yeah, I'm gonna guess. I don't like gin. Them. You don't, you don't know what gin tastes like. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You you're know like, what tonic tastes like. You're like if you actually put the two and two together and like think about it for a second. I, I get it. I'm not gonna. I'm not knocking it. Like I get it. It's whatever you're comfortable with drinking, and I'm all about that. But if you really analyze what you're drinking when you're drinking vodka. It has flavor characteristics of rubbing alcohol and like yeah. alcohol. That's there's it's, no it's, other. It's an alcohol. And they're yeah. try, the purpose of vodka is trying to di- like distill it so much and filter it so much so it doesn't taste like anything, well, which is yeah. great, awesome for what it is. Like not knocking vodka at all. Love that shit. I'll drink vodka shots till the day I die. But if I'm trying will to make you? a cocktail, <laughs> you probably will it, die. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't taste it. Do you know how many vodka shots I've had today? No. <laughs> No, that's just water, Adele. You think every time I'm drinking water, yeah. it's just of water? life, yeah. So that's what it means in Russian, no? Yeah, water, water of life. Water, water of life. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's like, dude, just think about it for a second. It's like if there's characteristics of something around it, it's like more fun to work with. Yeah. Okay, question. Have you guys ever lied to a customer regarding gin and then said, oh, you know, you're drinking gin? Oh, yeah. I've goofed <sighs> up a few times. Yeah? No, no, not, no, purposely. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. fucking duped them? Like, no, make me a cocktail, just don't, don't put gin in there. <sighs> Yeah, I've done it. Yeah? Yeah. And yeah. I go, you're drinking gin. Yeah. But it's people I trust that aren't going to give, give me a butthole about things. And so, yeah, I have done it. I, I've totally been like, that's gin. You like yeah. it, right? Yes you're, or no? You're a gin drinker. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, and, they like, and they like it because I think people want to be gin drinkers. And I think they want to push their boundaries. But it takes somebody like to be able to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you have to gauge because, you know, people get butt hurt. Although they might love the drink, they might also get butt hurt. I usually ready to make it again. I'll tell people though. I'll be like, "You want that with vodka?" I'm like, if I'm feeling like really talking, you know, I'll be like, "All right, but it's gonna be a lot better with gin." And they'll be like, "Uh, I don't know." I'm like, "All right, here's the deal. Let me make it with gin. Take a sip. If you don't like it, I'll take it away from the bar, throw it in the fucking garbage. I'll make it with vodka. You won't pay for it, exactly. And you're not gonna pay for it. Just be ready to. And they're like, they're like, oh. Okay, Free okay. drink and not like it. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, it's like. But you, then they do like it. And they're like, trust, oh. trust me, just trust me. I, I've been doing trust this for. Me. I'm a bartender. Yeah, <laughs> let me do my job, and you sit there and you enjoy everything yeah. about it. You know, just watch me shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess I got a mean shake. I don't got any like that much bottom arm fat yet. I'm good. Yes. The tendonitis <laughs> makes up for it. <laughs> 
Yeah. I guess last, like... Oh, man. I hope I'm, I'm shaking cocktails when I got, like, the long-ass fucking flabby, flabby bottom <laughs> arms. Fucking, like, pterodactyl. I'll be like, and It's, like, freaking fun. Oh, my right? God. I'm going to make a, a, a classic shake called the Shauna pterodactyl or something that's, like... Classic. Yeah. Trademark it. Yeah. Trademark. <laughs> be, like, all floppy and crazy. I'm going to make you Ramos with Koki. It's, yeah. Oh my! Don't because of the no. and So it was like one of. The, Apparently, it's good. They liked it. No, it wasn't good. I tasted it. I felt so bad. I felt so bad, and everyone made fun of me. Nice. It was one of the low points of my career. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's wrap this thing up. Uh, plugs. So you think where to find you? Uh, so Instagram. Currently, I am at Crustacean in Beverly Hills. Uh, we are. We just had a eight month long ten million dollar renovation. We have a brand new craft cocktail program where we're pairing. Every cocktail with one of the dishes on the menu. We're opening a new restaurant above Crustacean called Dalat Rose. It'll be a 12-course tasting menu. We'll be also offering 12 cocktail courses as a tasting menu also. Damn. Uh, Damn. Thank you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram, Greek Dude LA. Thank you guys for having me. Thank yeah, you so absolutely. much. Absolutely. Great sure. fucking time. Thank Phenom. you. Uh, if you have an amazing story and you want to tell us about it and be a possible guest on Talktales, go to our website at www.talktalesthepodcast.com. And on our homepage, you can submit your own stories via email at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. And if you like our show, do us a solid, subscribe, and leave us a review. This is a DIY project, and all the love we get helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you can share the love on our Patreon page, which you can find the link on our website at talktalesthepodcast.com, as well as patreon.com backslash talktalesthepodcast. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. Thank you so much to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our amazing logo. And thank you so much, Rashid, for our killer edits and making us sound like the most badass, bodacious bitches in the world. And while all of us on Talktales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive. No, 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 not at all, ever, ever, ever. And thank you so much, Adele, for our incredible cocktail today. Mm-hmm. And th- Adele, thank yeah. you, Russell Henry, for a delicious gin that we got to play with today. We drank it. We enjoyed it. We're probably going to keep drinking it for the rest of the night. Thank yeah. you. And thanks, Yanni. Thank you, guys. Good to thank see you, you again. Thank, thank you. Thanks for coming on all out through. here. That yeah. was awesome. Safe travels back. <laughs> I'm going to go see Avengers now, but thank you. Fuck yeah. Ah. Do it. Cheers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cheers! Clink, clink. Cocktail. Cocktail. Cocktail.